Friday, Friday, Galaxy on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and sit around the house in our rotten underwear. Hallelujah. What is that now? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch, nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the Big Silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it! There, but for the grace of God, do it. It's your pal, Jimmy J. I got another free Friday episode for you of the Chad Duke Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this week of shows because it it was a lot of fun. Uh, Monday night, shooting tour. They started us off with a weird one. The boys discussed Gigantor's Solid Dudes appearance last Friday on the YouTube channel of the Chad Duke Show. They provide an update on the Dukes of Thunder exclusive podcast and one show member decided to punch out still uh still wrapping my head around that whole situation but we will figure it out we will move forward we will not miss a beat promise you that from this show i did pull out the discussion of gigantor's appearance on solid dudes this past friday and i threw in there a little dukes of thunder update that i think you guys are going to enjoy Friendos, head over to The Chad Duke Show on YouTube to get more great shows and segments of The Chad Duke Show and Solid Dudes with Chad Dukes. That's youtube.com slash Chad Duke Show, and make sure to like and subscribe. Gigantor is with me, the uh, the great white buffalo, the great white bison, I think, is your official yeah. nickname. Hello, Tor. How are you, bud? Doing good. I, uh, I was very surprised this weekend, not by the content, but I, I learned something new about... Uh, an auxiliary acquaintance of mine. An auxiliary acquaintance. Yes. Okay. A, a friend of a friend. Huge shoed mark. Oh, really? Big time. In your demo. He had no clue. It's kind of weird. What I did. And then he just asked me question after question. Just all into shoed. Well, he's into me, but I'm guessing he doesn't subscribe to the show. I'm getting him on board. I'm trying okay. to get him on board. I don't care. It's fine. I got you. Tell him to listen to the free shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll call it a fucking bonus. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, how, do, how does that fly under the rate? Well, you probably don't. I'm guessing I don't come up much in your social circles. This is the, I think, second time I've met him, and he was just talking about uh, sports and stuff like that. He's like, oh, man, you know, you know who had great fucking opinions? Chad Dukes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just. Organically, huh? Organically. I'm, Did you tell him I hate sports? No. <laughs> Don't tell him that. I hate. I hate when people find out. <laughs> I've actually had a fucking. I've had a couple of grown men come up to me and get somewhat emotional. Like, what do you? What do you mean you don't like sports? And I'm like, I don't like them. I don't find them entertaining. Yes. I like movies and Mortal Kombat and drinking. <laughs> that's pretty much all I like. And hot dogs. Oh, those are pretty good. Mexican food. Yeah, that's great. It's kind of pretty much what I like. You know. That's a good five. Couple of Pacificos at a Mexican restaurant last night. Huh? Tell me about that. Uh, so is he impressed that you're uh, you're the uh, you know you're the fucking vanguard, the tip of the motherfucking spear for the show? He, uh, maybe I've been you know you know I've been with the same crew here for 
so long that it 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 hasn't. I haven't had an interaction like that where a guy was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Oh yeah, and I'm like, and oh, most people don't think it's that well, cool. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, it right? was it was refreshing. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, it's always good to hear someone likes your shit. I hope he checks out some of the the new stuff, but I've kind of given up on that. Um, all right, we've got. A, I mean, this is an enormous episode. Uh, we're gonna. It's probably gonna be a tight hour, but uh, we have so much to get to. It's so weird. So we we do a bit where because uh, uh, Gigantor's got a tight schedule at work, so he can only be here uh, the one day physically a week. So we try to do two episodes every week. So I always plan out the episodes where I'm like, let me get to the shit that's time sensitive on Monday, and then if there's shit that's somewhat more evergreen, we can get to that on Tuesday. I found myself pushing shit to Tuesday. I was like, I can't push this to Tuesday. Like I have to talk about this right fucking now. Uh, but that's how packed we are. Uh, I wanted to say first and foremost, Tor, thank you for coming on Solid Dudes on Friday night. Of we, course. We did two things. We did our top uh, live viewing number that we've ever done, uh, people physically in the room. Still haven't cracked two hundo yet, which is kind of a bummer, considering some of the numbers I see other shows get, but it's way better than we were getting. And I think we hit the number one Super Chat benchmark that we've ever had as well. So the people love... The, the Hooting Colossus. They love it when you're over there, even if you do have to make your egress because your work is fucking just beating the shit out of you all yeah. weekend long. The uh, Solid Dudes is always fun. It's a good time. Uh, this one invoked a, a, a lot of envy from me for the, the location where Monk was with the beautiful bar oh, behind him. Oh, yeah. A lot of flexing going on. Uh, Anthony sitting at a bar that he doesn't deserve. Real nice basement bar at uh, Mark and Kathy's house where I guess he broadcasts from now how come he doesn't know how to speak i don't know uh not only does he not know how to speak he doesn't know how to sit in front of a microphone he knew how to speak better like january 2021 you think so you think he's gotten worse with he's the rest gotten worse he is entertaining on that show though um and he's just such a bumbling fucking calamity <laughs> and i love the fact that here's what people don't know is that ant-man uh, mark and kathy are they're living life. Like, whatever Ant-Man is doing with his life, he's happy, so I'm happy for him. But the opposite of that is Mark and Kathy. They're jet-setting, they're going all over the place, they're active, they're involved. Like, they're a part of life, you know what I mean, Tor? Where yeah. Ant-Man is a part of TV dinners and naps and getting blackout drunk. Uh, like, that's kind of all he does. So they've been gone now for weeks, and I guess they loaded the fridge up for him like you would an 11-year-old yeah, the first yeah, time they left home. Sure. He doesn't want any of that food, though, because it's, like, real food. So he's been going to the Moose Lodge for dinner every night. Because I didn't know this. Every single night at the Moose Lodge, they have, like, a different special. And there's a guy that just sits there on the grill. And, like, for 11 bucks, you just get whatever he's making. And so every night around 530, he goes over there and he just has dinner because he cannot provide for himself in any way, shape, or form. So it was kind of, it was kind of fun to get him on the show after the, uh, after the cusp of a steak night. At the Moose Lodge. That's a bummer, because I had a real family dinner on Sunday night. They can't beat them. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. There's just... It's better than the Lodge. It's better than the Lodge. I can't tell you the last time I had one of those. I suppose it'd be the in-laws, if the in-laws provided it. I think it's... When it, I can't, cannot... That's sad. I can't fucking tell you the last time anyone in my family cooked anything, which is weird. My chick will cook for me every once in a while, like if she's uh, if she knows it's my birthday or... I'm, Looking forward to it. But yeah, big family dinner, I got I to gotta think, is probably a tip of the spear. I don't think there's anything, any possession that I have that I value more than a corn on the cob. 
especially a grilled corn on the cob. Fucking slather it in the butter and the salt. I mean, I love that Mexican street corn. Like of all the trendy shit that's out there everywhere now, that's my one seed. But it's hard just to beat a fucking even if you just boil it. Oh, it's so it's just perfect. It's just everything that I need. And I don't mind like a bowl of fucking corn either. But like, it just is about it's about a third as effective as is just gnawing it right off the cob. Yeah, there's something very satisfying about being able to just work through it and work through it. It's as close to meat as you can get. Yes, you know what I mean. As far as an enjoyability factor, especially in a cookout, Uh, although. I may have a new one seed, and I, I don't know if it's something different. So they have monks on the farm out at at uh, Flying Ace now, and they had a, this, this beautiful roast beef sandwiches with like these real thin sweet onions, and they had the sauce and the big kummelweck, I think it is roll. Uh, it, it was just fucking fantastic, and they have the a cup of pickles you can get on the side. So I always get those. Ant Man ordered two meals, of course, and uh, there's a picture if you'd like to take a look. It's on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't mad at him for it because he wanted the fucking same thing I got, so he ordered the same thing I got. But then he had, he's like, I gotta have a cheddar cheese, dog. So he got that too. So of course he eats it and he's just rolling around bitching the entire rest of the hour. Oh my god, I'm so fucking full. <laughs> so they fucked up on one of his sides and they gave him uh, beans instead of something. Sure. Like, cause he ordered, of course, like I think two mac and cheeses and a potato salad, and like he ordered something else, and they gave him beans. But beans are protein, and so he was like, "I don't want these fucking beans." I'm like, "Hey, man, you do realize that these are monks' beans? So like, there's as much pork in there as there is beans. They're gonna kick ass." I, I ate about because he didn't want any of them, so uh-huh. I ate like I would say half the order. It's fucking unbelievable. I mean, it was just fucking unbelievable. I'm like, I could just order a big bowl of these fucking beans and blazing saddles this motherfucker all afternoon. Like, this could have just been lunch. Walsh. He disappoints me every day. I, 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 he's almost at the level of Jester, where I can't learn too much about him, or else I'll start getting bummed out. I gotta fucking cut him a break, or I'm just gonna be staring at the back of my own eyelids every Friday night. Alright, so... We get to all that. Uh, I would like to give an update first. I'd say hit the music tour, but I don't even want to bust your balls. Maybe you can put it. Nah, don't even worry about it. Fucking care. So we're having a fucking tsunami. A tsunami is going on outside. Tropical storm Fairfax is just rampaging as we speak. Um, there are, um, I think most of you saw, we made the announcement last week, but uh, the Dukes of Thunder shirts went up for sale I said we were doing 200 of them. I think we're down to about 20 and change that are left. And these aren't just any shirts. These are, first of all, they're awesome. Bust did a great job with them. But on the back of the shirts, there is a QR code that is going to take you to what I think is a very strong episode. We recorded it last week, me and the tube. And uh, when the shirts ship, when you get your shirt, you can scan the back of the shirt and it'll take you to a website where you can listen to the episode and you can download it and you can save it all the shit people bitching me about with the cds they can't do you'll be able to do with this and plus you get a snazzy t-shirt to go along with it so we're trying this out um as of right now i would say it's pacing about equal to a cd um but if it doesn't sell as much as the CD, then I'm going to go back to the CD. So basically, here's what we're going to do is uh, you have until Friday or till we hit 200 copies. That's what we set it at. That's generally the run I do of CDs that aren't the Rodcasts. And if we hit that, then I'll be satiated. And the thing about this is you can order any size you want. I'm not going to be sitting there with a giant pile of fucking larges and mediums like I normally do whenever I get a shirt. So um, 
it's a great episode. I think you'll like it, even if you're not into Days of Thunder. If you just fucking check out the movie and then listen to the episode, you'll, you'll be able to enjoy it. You might not even have to watch the movie. I've had people tell me that. Um, go to chaddukeshow.com, and then we have a, a shop tab, and you can click that. Uh, you can pick yourself. We got hoodies and shirts and shit like that, but you can buy your Dukes of Thunder shirt. And so once it hits 200 or Friday rolls around, those are coming down because I don't feel like being embarrassed. Um, so let's get to that 200 mark, uh, either tonight or tomorrow. That would be fantastic. And I, I think you guys will really dig the, the shirt and the episode. I, uh, I highly endorse the single movie specific shoot episodes. They're a lot of fun, man. The, uh, the first one I listened to put me on to one of my favorite movies of all time. One of the best movies of all time. Uh, I think, uh, is the, your, your, your show about the thing, the original one. With, ah, yes. With cakes. That and was a lot of fun. It was, I'm I'm listening to it. I'm like. I gotta watch this fucking movie. Fantastic! I gotta check film. this thing. I saw it. I'm like, oh, this is this. Is, okay. And then I re-listened to the the podcast. I'm like, oh, well, this now this, it makes I, sense. I got, I got a double whammy here. It, it was good. So I, I highly recommend them. I think uh, I think you put a good amount of effort into it, and even more than that, you go down the rabbit hole pretty extensively. There's a lot of good ball breaking too. I would say. <laughs> also, Tube is in rare form during this episode. I would say. <laughs> Rare fucking form. Uh, it's great. I think the Hunt for October might have been one of my favorite one-off episodes. I, I don't remember who I did that one with, but it might have been Rie. I think it might have been. I think it might have been Rie. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's been a, a few of them over there, including of course the Con Air cast, which is available on YouTube.com/slash Chaduke Show with me and Drabby. That was a that was a mini series. I think there's four or five episodes of that shit up there. Yeah, so uh, go uh, go pick up one of the shirts slash episodes, and you are. Greatly appreciated by your pal, the Shoodster. I do want to talk about um, going out to Flying Ace. That was a fucking gas. Uh, we have uh, a big announcement coming up. I finally went to a Pueblo, which was a lot of fun. But um, let me, uh, if, if we're plugging, let me get two things out of the way, and then we can uh, we can get into the meat of the show. Um, I did a UFO show with the Rev. It was great, I thought. Uh, a lot of fun. Rev is just fantastic talking about this topic. And he's just one of the most entertaining human beings that I think has ever lived. We talked about that last week. And uh, a lot of people have claimed that they want to listen to these fucking shows. Not just go- A lot of people claiming they don't have time to go to YouTube, which I'm like, all right. I mean, it is what it is. You guys subscribe. You get what you want. So we threw that up in the uh, the feed. The uh, UFO show that I did with the Rev episode of Solid Dudes is up on audio for subscribers. We're going to continue to do that for big shows. Put them up there. Uh, but if you would like to watch it in full video splendor, it is up as well. It did not do the numbers. I thought it would. People really like hearing you talk about your dick and showing us your ass. I mean, that's what fucking moves the needle with my audience. I wish it didn't move it as much. <laughs> it moves some hogs. From- did you see the screen? Somebody, somebody said it perfectly. Uh, 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 there was a super chat during the show yeah. after I left said Monk woke up after he saw Thor's ass. I think it was, because he was not saying a fucking word until that took place. I'm tired of turning and showing my ass to everybody on the show. I can't play the D-man because of the thing, but like, uh, (laughs) I think it was the D-man that took a screen cap, and it's the moment you finally spin around. This is on Friday night on Solid Dudes, and Tor, of course, was nice enough to act as a haberdasher, and he uh, was showing us his summer fit, because he ordered a new summer fit for what appears to be a... He had one set of clothes for a 10-day trip to fucking... uh, Europe? I got another uh, full set on right now. Just a casual uh, walking. Uh, this is on right, what you're wearing right now? Yeah, I got some new... This looks just like what you wear every fucking day. Yeah, I got some new flesh-colored shorts, which I really enjoy. 
You really are in a flesh-colored clothing, yeah, I've I noticed. Just, I'm weird. I just, I'm, I'm a fucking weirdo. Flesh t-shirt. Maybe that's what <laughs> yeah. we'll call you. So, um, but Tor was modeling the attire, and at one point he spun around. And somebody fucking in the supporter chat on Facebook grabbed a screen cap of it. And the look of fucking fascination on Monk's face. And then, I'll just call it what it is, outright lust. <laughs> Outright lust on the Kalachi's face is fucking ridiculous. After all this time and all the time, he's like, what is it about fucking these crotchety old disgusting men where they lust after Tor? Tor, they can't help themselves. Uh, it was Danny Colton, so not oh, okay. a, the official is D-Man. He, is he D-Man? No, he is not D-Man. Here's what I know. D-Man's eight different dudes, so anytime I see a Danny, I just assume it's a D-Man. Oh, God, a lot of Dans. A lot of... Lot of Dance. Lousy with the dance. The yeah. only Dan that I'm sure isn't D-Man is Dan Dan, the drywall man. Right. Who, by the way, told me to get fucked when I asked if he wanted to come out here and perform some songs. <laughs> the get fucked Dukes line is way <laughs> long. Boy, I tell you what, it's like one of those silent raves. Everybody just got their headphones on, not listening to my show and pumping their fucking fist. Holy shit. Hashtag get fucked Dukes. That's going to be trending. It bums me out that you, you have to know about the silent rave. Oh yeah! It, it, like, I've you, walked you, past that. I think yes, you've 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 lived enough for something that annoying should not ever. <laughs> no, be. I should have died way before I knew <laughs> that that happened. I'm with you, Tor. I would have rather have been dead before that became a thing. I was at a celebrate Fairfax before COVID, and we went to see uh, Bush, and there was fucking. I'm not kidding you. It was it looked like Woodstock. There was five thousand people like crammed in to see Gavin Rosdale, and as I was I was leaving. Um, that was my first exposure. This is, you know, however before COVID was. I look in this tent, and there's a bunch of nerd nicks all wearing headphones and pumping their fists. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, what are they doing? Like, that's so that's so strange. And I walked past, and there was a big sign that said, silent rave for whatever cause. And it was like 30 bucks to get in. That's and horrendous. It, bro, it was 200 people under that tent. <laughs> Now, in their defense, I didn't have to listen to their shitty music. And for me, that's big. So I'll give them a pass. But every time I, I'll see those flyers like on Instagram or something, like, Silent Disco Denied Club Hematoma. And I'm like, oh, God. I guess they're technically keeping it to themselves. I appreciate that. But it's a, a very annoying way to keep it to yourself. Okay. I would say, and uh, somewhat nerdy and also simultaneously pretentious. I don't know how. Yeah. All those things are true. Um, all right. So anyway, Rev Show, Up and Adam. You can check that out on the, the, the tube or you can check it out on our feed and that will be there for you. If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the subscriber hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs. Quick update, though, on that exclusive podcast, the Dukes of Thunder shirts have officially sold out. So thank you guys so very much for that. I know Dukes is going to be super happy with that outcome i believe that got posted on our social medias uh yesterday or last evening but moving on tuesday chad duke show back with a big episode for all the nice listeners the new mortal Kombat trailer released which returns a fan favorite in reptile the gang went out to flying ace farm over the weekend and one person was a bit of a menace 
Oh, and Tor, he had an interesting phone call pertaining to a show member. Now, if you want to hear all about the menace at Flying Ace Farm, you're going to have to subscribe to the show. But the title of the show, Tropical Storm Jimmy. Yeah, that sucks. But what I grabbed out for you guys, the new Mortal Kombat trailer really has Dukes excited. And come on, who doesn't love Reptile? If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-Azer. Do you have you have any file on Reptile from Mortal Kombat? Uh, through you, yes. Through me. What does that mean? I know you like Reptile. Sounds kind of gross. Um, yeah, he's over there. He's the green guy, right? He's the one that Ant-Man called Lizard. When he lost that bet, and I had to uh, let him out of it because his parents were going to throw him out of the house. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I forget about all these things, but people remind me uh, that Ant-Man owes me a $3,000 Goro statue, and I let him out of it because Mark found out. And Oh, and apparently, Mark saw the hot tuna tattoo for the first time last week, and uh, Ant-Man said something like, we'll talk about it later, and pulled it off like they haven't discussed it since then. Wasn't that when they were uh, sharing the room? Uh yeah yeah did we yeah. talk about that on the air I think oh that's was... right yeah where we talked about why he was showering over in his parents bedroom what the fuck was that all about it's weird as hell yeah they're too close um anyway what the fuck were we talking about what were you talking about the reptile. oh reptile so uh, they've been doing this uh, fun bit I our, our buddy loud goat was out at um, Evo biggest did you see some of the videos for that fucking insane yeah it's uh, it, I've never seen more people in an event. I think they just keep on getting bigger. I guess. They had the new Street Fighter game, which was kind of the main event this time around. Uh, Evo is a fighting game convention tournament that happens every year. And I guess GOAT goes every fucking year. Uh, but our buddy Headlock Gaming went, who we love, and uh, Honeybee went, who doesn't listen to the show, but I'm at least familiar with. And uh, GOAT found both of them and got pictures with both of them, which I thought was awesome. Uh, and I was following Headlock's Mortal Kombat guy, so I was I was following his uh, coverage. And uh, they released a new Mortal Kombat trailer for Mortal Kombat One that is coming out recently. And I I've been waiting for Reptile. He wasn't in the last game, so I didn't get a chance. To, I mean, he was kind of in it. Shang Tsung could turn into him, and he showed up in the crypt. But you can play, and he is fucking awesome. Um, even if you don't have any interest in Mortal Kombat, I think if you watch this trailer, you're like, well, that's clearly the coolest character in the game and I think everyone's probably going to start as reptile and maybe they, they branch out to be other characters. But um, the reason why it's also so cool is that I, the, the reason why he's a cool character towards only because he looks cool, but in the very original mortal Kombat, which of course you can play over in that little arcade one up over there, the one from 1997 or whatever it was. Sure. Um, he wasn't playable. He, do you know the whole history about that whole thing? Uh, uh-uh. so you'd be playing, Mortal Kombat and uh, Reptile, who was a color, a palette swap. There's Sub-Zero and there's uh, Scorpion, who are yellow and blue. And this green ninja would flip down and he would say crazy shit. He, he would say things like, look to La Luna. And he would say, flawless is the key. Like there were, he had four or five things that he would say. So as you're playing this arcade game, this, this ninja would fly in and you're like, huh. And so people had to solve the mystery of how to find Reptile. And Reptile back then didn't even have his own move set. He just had Scorpion and Sub-Zero's move because it was the very first Mortal Kombat, and I think the budget was pretty fucking low. Um, 
So you had to have two flawless victories, and you had to not block, and you had to be the Santa Claus had to fly over the moon on the pit. I used to have everything memorized. It was this crazy list of shit that you had to do. But if you did it the right way, you would be transported or teleported down to the bottom of the pit, and you would fight Reptile. And he would whoop your fucking ass because Reptile was the shit. Um, The reason why you say, well, it's just video game shit, Dukes, this is the the 90s you know this is there's no internet um if you're lucky a, a months later something will come out in game pro or egm I've, I've got an egm um issue that i've kept for years where it shows th- there was a rumor one of the characters in mortal Kombat, he's a red palette swap ninja named ermac and it was bullshit like it was a fake fucking polaroid that somebody made and i remember egm covered it because they thought that there was another hidden character Inside of Mortal Kombat. I've been sick as hell. It is. It's fucking dope. It was not true. Uh, in Mortal Kombat 2, there was Jade and Smoke. They, they start. They put hidden characters, basically, in, in a lot of these games. But nobody was doing this. Like, this was way ahead of its time. And it was before, you know, the 310 to pizza. The second anybody's trying something fun, the internet will fuck its butt until it's dead. And so you couldn't do that with Reptile. So Reptile's always had kind of this cult following, and then in Mortal Kombat 2, he was playable, and instead of just being Scorpion and Sub-Zero, he was an actual reptile where he could spit venom at you, and he had these force balls, and he was super fucking cool, and he got more reptilian in Mortal Kombat 3, and then eventually he turned into some big weird lizard dinosaur thing that I wasn't as big a fan of. But for the past, I would say four or five times he's shown up in Mortal Kombat, it seems like the creators don't like him, like he's always getting like if you beat the game with him and i think it was mortal kombat 4 you just got murked right there by shinnok like he just murdered him and killed his whole race like it seemed like they didn't like this guy um which is weird because he's arguably the most popular character in the game the reason why this trailer was so cool is they had just a couple other characters from the 3d era that i'm not really all that into but fucking reptile is a beast and he looks awesome and his moveset's awesome and he's ha- he's i like him when he looks like a ninja but the part of him that doesn't look like a ninja now he just looks like a fucking dinosaur like he looks like a monster yeah. and he rips apart this broad and swallows her and then spits her out and it's it was done appropriately so is that being my favorite character and me not being able to play him in mortal kombat 11 um, and he really being disrespected in the past, I'd say four or five editions of this game. It was really, really nice <coughs> to see him trending all fucking weekend because apparently everybody was sitting around waiting for that big reveal as well. But it kind of harkened me back to a really fun time where, and I've talked about it a lot, there was in my mall at Springfield Mall, there was two arcades. There was Time Out and there was Time Out 2. Time Out 1 was up by the JCPenney. A lot of people know what I'm talking about. It was right next to Orange Julius. So it was just like... It's where everybody went. It's where all the kids went. And when Mortal Kombat got put in there, it was right up front. And I'll never forget hearing it for the first time. And I'll never forget the first time I saw Reptile. And everyone just kind of, I think I put a tweet up where I was like, just, there was just a murmur. People were like, what the fuck? Like, and then like a couple of like, there's an Asian kid that knew about Reptile, of course. Right. And he was like fucking telling us like the rumors on how you could get him. But nobody fucking knew because you couldn't go anywhere. You could, there was no Reddit. There was no message board where you could say, all right, this is what you need. There's no YouTube video instruction telling you how to do it. And even if there was Tor, it's still fucking hard to do. Like, if you go back and watch it now, like, I couldn't I couldn't fight Reptile on that thing right now. I mean, he's in there. Yeah. But it's too fucking hard for me to do. So it brought back some really good memories, I would say. I uh, I didn't know Mortal Kombat after the after you beat the game or, or however that series goes that you had the uh, 
characters that got fucked afterwards uh, with, oh, their, yeah. with their post-win scene. There's some bad endings. Because I have some, I'm like, sometimes there's a badass, because I'm a, a Tekken guy, I'm like, oh, he had a great scene. And then sometimes they're just dicking around after, making my guy look like a, like, like a bitch. Like a chump. I'm like, no. Like a chump. No, it shouldn't just be about these six characters. Give my guy... Something after. Hey, that. hear no, my no, guy no, out. No, no, no. He's got a cheetah head, and he's got to do weird spin kicks for twelve hours. Tekken bulls donkey dick. Almost as much as how much loss I have with Grand Marigny when Art Barty Lang closes my shop. Yeah, sorry, I don't know where that came from. Forgot you're a Tekken guy. Yeah, there's a new Tekken game too, right? Uh, rumored. Yeah, we. Maybe late 2023. Yeah, they announced it before MK. Maybe we get one this year. I don't know. I thought Go looked sharp, uh, sharp at the Evo. Yeah, whenever I like Go without his hat. Whenever he does his hair like that, I'm like, ah, look at that. He blows it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he blows his hair out. Uh, but he picked me up. The, the mer- God damn it. Fuck, the merch was just so regrettable. I'm like, how do you? Mortal Kombat 1 sold over 12 million copies. Like, how do you not have some cool shit for people to buy? This should be. I mean, Mortal Kombat 11 is what I meant. The, uh, uh, Video game stuff is is not yet there. With hey, people want to wear. It's like almost like they don't realize that normal people want to wear their yeah. shit. Not a big and this is gonna sound like a a shot, but it's not not a big Kevin Smith graphic T shirt that he wears. Like just a, give a, a nice classic design. Uh, but, but what he, do you mean a nice big Kevin Smith? What? Are you, why are you taking? A, he wears some. What does he wear? I don't even know what you're talking about. Like like heavily. Like just a, a like with a big a, tribal tattoo on his shirt. Yeah, just a all right. Big, I know what you're talking about. Over the top graphic. Yeah, they are really over the top. The most part, the uh, well, not just Kevin Smith shirts, but the video game shirts. Yeah, and that's his thing, and I I, I respect his thing. But um, it doesn't sound like you respect. Well, his thing. It, there's not a lot of respect being given. I don't know if I have that club in my bag to pull off the Kevin Smith. Video. Sure, sure. Well, um, I don't think most people do. Although. Uh, he seems to really enjoy them. He's got those shirts that go all the way down to his knees, too, which is an interesting bit. I wanted to show you this. Um, speaking of video games, mm-hmm. you know what you have on your phone right there? Uh, on my phone right now? Yeah. You see the the games you probably have on that phone? Yeah. Like, they're not that impressive, but they are they are what they are. Yeah. Um, I got some stupid games on here. Right, but graphically, they look pretty fucking good, right? Yeah. And, like, uh, everything's touch and... This is immersive gaming experience. I wanted to show you this as I'm on the Days of Thunder kick. Uh, this is something that I posted today. This is the Game Boy adaptation of the Days of Thunder video game. And it is what I can only describe the most tragic looking video game Dude. that I've ever seen. It's a collection of lines. Um, I guess it's a first person driving game. You don't even see the car like you do with the Nintendo version. I don't know how you could possibly... This, this was a massive release. This is back when big fucking movies got video games every single time. And how this was put out there as a game for kids to play, I wouldn't even know... How, how quickly would you lose interest in this fucking game? I've already lost interest. It yeah. doesn't look like a NASCAR on the inside. There's no color. It's well, just, it's black it's, and white. The original or, or, Game Boy or, was black and white. Or, um, it's just... There's nothing to do. It's atrocious. And I, 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 there's a morbid part of me that's desperate to play this fucking game now. Um, just because it's so goddamn atrocious. And then look, look at the box. The box is fantastic. Look, look at all that. Yeah, it's graphics. You see the cars. You see the color on it. It looks good. Yeah. 
I mean, you're getting completely oh. bung effed by looking at this box and then thinking, oh, this is what I'm playing. No, you're not. If I was eight years old and I'm like, okay, I get a video game, I'm getting the Days of Thunder video game, I would cry in my room if that's yeah. what I saw. Uh, it would be the most, but I mean, maybe you wouldn't know any better, but it's still just atrocious. So that game came out 33 years ago, which is a long time. It's longer than you've been alive, right? Yes. But it's not. Pong, you know, like video games were around in the in the seventies. Like, how could we have advanced that much to now any of these piece of shit games on my phone, which by the way is roughly the same size as a Game Boy. Game Boy is much thicker. I cannot believe how archaic that looks. I know there's better Game Boy games, but they're not that much better. They all kind of look like that. Tecmo Bowl came out in nineteen eighty seven, three years before that. I mean, it's pretty wild. Did you ever see the Tech? I mean, we talked about the Tech Mobile arcade game. Uh, so it was an arcade game before Tech Mobile uh, came out for the Nintendo, and it was very different. Like it wasn't even based on the NFL or the NFLPA. It was very cartoony, and it was a massive fucking cabinet. Um, and the way that you broke tackles, you legitimately shook the fucking joystick around. It was a shitload of fun uh, to play, but it was very, very different. Um, and so all these ham and eggers that weren't arcade guys like I was, or the fucking strap hangers, they have no idea that the the version of Tecmo Bowl, because you you know you were never an arcade kid, but when the arcade game came home, because that's what you were waiting for, right? It wasn't just there was no Call of Duty. It was I have to wait until Aerosmith Revolution X gets ported home to my Super Nintendo. And it's going to take a good long fucking while. One of the reasons why Street Fighter 2 was so fucking dope is that by the time it made it home, the home consoles were getting a little bit better. So it actually looked like the version you played in the arcade for the most part. Still not as sharp. Um, I believe the arcade games were 32-bit. And then we were getting 8-bit at first and then 16-bit at home. Um but you would sit around and wait for the fucking home version to to come home, and then you there's always a little bit of disappointment because you couldn't fucking it wasn't the same thing. But you weren't having to feed twenty, you weren't to drive to an arcade and feed 20, 50 cents into a machine. Tech Mobile is nothing like eventually what it would become, and then I think Super Tech Mobile was even bigger because then they got the because remember the tour the first Tech Mobile they weren't allowed to put. Giants on the side of the helmet or 49ers. It wasn't trademarked yet. They only had the NFLPA. So ah. that's how Bo Jackson could be in it, but he wasn't a Raiders running back. He was Los Angeles's running back. Um, by the time Tecmo Super Bowl rolled around, that was when there's actually a fucking guy on the cover. I don't know who it is. It was before, I guess, they put athletes on the cover. It was just a dude in a Giants helmet. That's what it is. So I'm, uh, I'm looking at some of the best Game Boy games ever. Yeah. This is... Probably I, all Zelda games. People love playing Zelda on the I, Game Boy. I, I, I've got no file on Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters, but this released oh, in yeah. 1991, and that looks a thousand times better than the... It does, but it's still it. atrocious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they can do little side-scrolling weirdo games. Kid Icarus had, like, uh, United Wings and stuff, and he'd fly around, but... I, I mean, I remember playing the shit out of... I didn't have a Game Boy. My brother got a Game Boy. That's the way it always went. Um... And I remember being really into it because you didn't know any better. But when I first started Chad Duke Show Gaming, I went back and I bought like a Game Boy with the Mortal Kombat games on it. And they're fucking atrocious. I mean, they're unplayable. <laughs> you, I mean, you, and then they were 40 bucks. Like they're 50 bucks. They were, they were expensive as shit for back then. 
Games right now are not that much more expensive than a F Zero that I was playing. These shitty fucking cartridges you have to. <laughs> Everybody, the Chad Duke Show Spotify page has updated playlists for your listening pleasure, including songs handpicked for our Tennessee road trip and '90s country playlists. Just follow the Chad Duke Show on Spotify, and you'll see all of the show's favorite tunes. I do get a kick out of hearing Tor look at an old game that was before his time because we all know the graphics were terrible back then, but I, I, I really love watching his mind be blown when he sees things like that, trying to compare it to what we already have. But Wednesday, our normal slobber knocker of a show, we had Ant-Man, the hot tuna, Money Monk and myself. Monk brought in some of the son of a son of a Santa bourbon, not only for us to try what will be the final product, but to make up for a winner of the Flying Ace Farm event being screwed over. We go around the table and everybody gives their thoughts on the punched out show member. We have a huge show announcement. Hot Man plays us the Big Stew video. We have the official trial of myself and our weekly installment of the BMI. But big show announcements are always a big deal. So that's what I grabbed out for you guys. We have a new live show scheduled for you at Flying Ace Farm. Let's get right to it. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at Monk'sQ.com. If I may, I think we should make the big announcement. I think it's a great idea. Too, you all right with that? Absolutely, yes. All right, I have something. Let me pull this up in my, in my hot little hand here because I do have... Uh, I don't think it's called production, but I do have uh, imagery that I actually made up for this. And this is something that I've been working on for a while. And it's a, a poorly kept secret, I would I would say, to um, to be quite frank with everybody. Um, I love my favorite show to listen to is Tune Talk with the hot tuna and with Big Stu Boris, his brother. And I say that without a hint of irony, Ted. I hope you're <laughs> able to take that Absolutely. fucking... Uh, Great show. There's music being played. I, I hope that um, it's kind of going to wait till I actually said the announcement, Jester. <laughs> <laughs> he has so much beer on his shirt. <laughs> What's going on? I, when I twisted for the camera, I spilled it on myself. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, I've been looking for a way to bring tune talk in front of everybody because after I saw what I saw at my house with the way that <laughs> I've never seen anything more entertaining than Stu and Ted together. Mm -hmm. um, there's no containing them. I have no idea. It's, it's a bad idea. It's actually like like if you go into a group of people and you just put a bunch of loaded rifles out on the table. You're like, hey, fuck around with these for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not like we prep for coming to your house. We just showed up and bit were ourselves for five you, you hours. You had enough material. <laughs> Stand-up com comedians don't do an hour-long HBO special with, with more prep than what you guys had. Um, this past weekend, we went out and uh, went to uh, the beautiful Flying Ace Farm, and we went down by uh, where we do the events, and I was looking around, and I was like, fuck, man, we haven't been out here in almost, I mean, what is it, almost a year? I mean, Yeah, almost a year. Long ass fucking time, and I was like, "Well, people don't like coming out anymore to Duke's events." But I was like, "But it's so nice." And well, the fucking bourbon release is in November, and I'm like, "Well, but that gives us two months in between." So what we're gonna do is on September 9th in the beer garden at Flying Ace Farm, there will be a live episode not only of the Chad Duke Show, but there will be a live episode. Of Toon Talk with Big Stu Boris <laughs> and Hot Tuna Ted, 
Both shows will happen live. Admission is free. We're going to have all types of fun shit that goes along with it as well, including, and this is my favorite, I'm the first in line. The Big Stew Boars photo booth debuts. Oh, my God. Wow. Debuts. <laughs> Out at Flying Ace Farm on September 9th. That is a Saturday. I don't give a fuck how long the line is. Tell Stu, <laughs> tell Stu this, Ted. He'll take there and he'll fucking kiss every baby and take every picture. <laughs> sign every tit. Anything. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and a bigger, a bigger event. Big Stu Boris. I hope he ends up like Pee Wee, but much like Pee Wee Herman, will enter the event on his e-bike. He will yeah. ride oh, right. into the venue on the e-bike that Hotman bought for him and that he abandoned in Hotman's house for well over a week. It's very exciting. There will be prizes. Monk has graciously offered up. I can't believe this is the first time we've done this, Monk. What? A Monk's barbecue, barbecue buffet. Yeah. So yeah. it's it, easy. Fucking easy as shit, but also <laughs> delish. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, Going to be exclusive merch, all types of fun shit. Um, and also, we will be releasing for the first time ever the official Shad Duke Show hot sauce, which we have collaborated with Uncle Bud to have available there. Very excited for that. That's cool. <laughs> I know. I'm very, very happy. It'll be a fun event. It is free. The food and beverage is not. <laughs> we've, had, we've had this problem before. Yes, yeah. there's maybe some people in this room that have had this problem. I'm not going to say who. Um, but maybe some people that I've been in movies with that have had this problem. I'm not going to say who. Maybe some guys that won't make wassail for this fucking show anymore. I'm not going to say who. But, uh, yeah, barbecue buffet. We'll have all the cocktails, all the fun stuff. Stu Boris photo booth. And you will be able to see what the fuck we all saw at my house that Friday night with these two nudniks <laughs> interacting with each other i, I now, can't wait i can't wait either <laughs> ted i gotta ask you yes what because I, I i had to add getting ted oh no here's how it went i got monk on board monk was fighting me too monk's like i don't want to do it <laughs> well i was checking my calendar but uh, make sure i'm bit. actually going to be I'll able be to be the beach that. and i'm like yeah. all right i get it but i will be here but i was like can you can we do it on the night so i finally get monk to agree so then i text ted immediately like hey hot man are you available on this date <laughs> 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 Next day, I text him, Ted, are you available on the state? Still on vacation, Dukes. Fuck you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> text me again. He's like, oh, I got to check my calendar. My calendar. And I'm like, well, isn't it on your phone? Nope. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he gets home. I go, Ted, I know this your home. Can you give me a yes or no on this date? He goes, later on. Later on today. Not right now. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then fucking, I text him in the evening. I'm like, Ted, can you do the... F and he goes, yeah, I can. I go, what about Stu? He goes, don't know. <laughs> uh, can you ask Stu? <laughs> Somehow in between when I asked him to ask Stu and when we got confirmation, the video that we're going to talk about tonight gets sent to Ted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. So once that happens, Monk, there's no talking to Ted about anything else. <laughs> He's like, you're not going to fucking believe this, Dukes. Push them together for me. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Please just fucking tell me if Stu can do the show. Has Stu confirmed yet? He's confirmed. Okay. Uh. <laughs> But has he? Does he know what he's doing? No, he doesn't really know. I, I, you know, I didn't get into it. Oh I'm not mentioned to him exactly. I said you just need to be available, and uh, yeah, he basically has the 
the general idea that it's going to be a live show. Um, I don't think he knows all of these other things you have him doing too. But well, let's. I tell you, know. you tell him I'm going to pay him. I know that he doesn't. Have no, your, I haven't told him that. Tell yet. Tell him I'm going to pay him. I know he doesn't. Have, I told. I told Ted. I go, Ted, you're hosting a show. Like I'm going to pay you. He goes, ah, fuck that. I don't need it. Pay <laughs> <laughs> one of your fucking lackeys, like Monk and Ant Man. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. <laughs> Jimmy, can you get that off the screen, please? You're making me butt nervous. Um, so, but just tell him I'll, I'll make it worth his while. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm, I will explain that part to him. In fact, I'll, I'll bring him a little bit more up to speed about the things he's going to be doing. <sighs> okay. Um, we ha- I have started to put together a show sheet, which I think will be. Are you 100 percent confident that you guys will be able to pull off a show? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, I mean, I, I, you you know Stu. I know Stu. <laughs> no. I know him more than I want to. <laughs> You've actually seen him perform him perform in front of an audience before. Uh, if you recall, that's at true. My wedding. Uh, yeah, he yeah. murdered. Yeah, that no, was good. Then it's oh, all anyone good. talked about. Okay. Yeah, he so, commandeered the microphone and then ripped fucking uh, last train to Clarksville, whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> nice. And then everybody went nuts. And then his Ted started weeping in front of everyone. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited. He'll he'll do a great job. I'm very confident in him. Well, you've performed a hundred times in front of audiences too. I mean, you've done the Rodney yeah. Danger Ted. You've stolen many shows. You were Ozzy Osbourne. You were uh, uh, what is it, uh, Bruce Ted Spring or whatever the fuck you were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you, you're no stranger to treading the boards in one of these shows. As yeah, well. that's true. But really, uh, I, in my opinion, Stu is what makes the show. He's the real the the real talent on the show. I mean, I'm Bud Abbott to his Lou Costello, essentially. Okay. So that's that's what I'm really excited about. I'm really excited for the audience to see my brother. Do you think they a know nice who contemporary Abbott and reference. Are? <laughs> Ted is pretty good. I heckled the shit out of him at that Rodney Danger Ted really thing. He didn't even, didn't even miss a, he didn't miss a step. I'm not a professional comedian. I'm, I'm up there just doing this, and you're, boo, shut up. Here's what you got to understand, Ted. If there is a show that's anywhere near Leesburg, Monk is going to be blotto ossified drunk by the time it starts. I feel bad for the pie tasters. We were at that show out there, and Monk was falling down the stairs. Yeah, we're... I was keeping it together. I don't recall Barely. that. You almost um, fell off that roof. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Uh, let's go around the room, and I'm serious about this. And I mm-hmm. want a dead serious answer. Yeah. We're both doing podcasts that day. Yeah. I want a dead serious answer for everybody but Ted, because Ted will be falsely modest. Who should close that show? You should. I think Ted and Stu What should. a lackey. I, I, oh, wait, wait, wait. Close the show. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Jesus. What'd you think of, uh, man? I, I thought, in my brain, I thought, who should go first? And you should. <laughs> but but So not only are you insulting me, <laughs> so you got the fucking, you got the, the term wrong. Yeah. You thought closed meant open. Yeah, I mean, I know what closed means. No meaning uh, yes? I, I couldn't wait to insult you, I Is guess. there someone else or isn't there yes or no? Right. I couldn't wait to insult you might be a fucking good name for the goddamn show. Well, but, now you're back on board with me. You're not a lackey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monk, what do you think? I think, um, I think that, that, Ted and Stu should go last because, you know, nobody's seen it yet. They've only listened sure. to it. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time you, you you keep something like that towards the end. So I people are to compelled go at all. to. Like, honestly, I don't need to do it. I just thought it would be if we wanted a, a chunk of entertainment. I don't mind doing a show, but I don't have any ego in it. Like, I want to watch Ted and Stu and cackle like a hyena. <laughs> yeah. And have it not be in my home. <laughs> Interestingly, that was my dad's nickname for me when I acted like like I do on that show. He called me a hyena. Wow. <laughs> Your dad is quite the wordsmith. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? Initially, I thought you should close the show. Well, it's because everybody else had a different opinion? <laughs> no, because it's the Chad Duke show. But now that I think about it, it would be, I think, better to have you in tour, do you, you in tour. tour, do your show. I got some bad news for you. Oh, no. Tor's not going to be there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Got that fucking call today. Oh. He's already oh, wow. told you? Yes. But wow. 
I won't say who. I have an upgrade. Oh. Monk? Jim no. Jester? No. no. Oh. But Jim, you need to be there to be the upgrades lackey. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a special guest? Not not somebody that's on during the week? What are you talking about? Like it's not goat or somebody? It's somebody that people will be more excited for than Tor. Okay. Well, that's, so that's think about that that's meme everybody. where there's a picture of Tor and then there's that upgrade button and they press it. This person's picture would pop up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I won't say who. It's Don Geronimo. Wow. <laughs> be, he's available. <laughs> that's a good poll. No, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, you know, Tor, this uh, that'd be no Tor. Uh, Jim, this person will be your boss as well. That's fine. I, I, it's, uh, it's kind of par for the course. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I, I want to say Stu and Ted go last, but, no, I think I'd, it'd be better to have them – do their thing, and then you can comment on it and on it on it. And that's why you can't be the executive the producer show. until you can pronounce the word "on." I can't. Let <laughs> so sad. All right, so we've got, um, and I got to thank all you guys. We're popping our biggest number in the uh, live stream uh, that we've done. Um, there's 69 people in there. There was 82 earlier, by the way. Not that I'm keeping track. Uh, what, what does everybody think as far as who should close the show in the Facebook chat right now? Go ahead and uh, shoot me a message. I'd love to. Kind of interested in that. Either way, we will figure it out. Uh, there will be a, a full show for you. It is free. There will be a lot of fun stuff to do. Uh, we're going to have more announcements about what's going to be going on out there moving forward. But at bare minimum, it's booze, <laughs> it's two waterheads, and it's a bunch of barbecue. So didn't it wasn't didn't they have that Looney Tunes game where it was like a four person game and it was like different races on what? Nintendo? We're not going to get into race. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God! Threw me off my own game. <laughs> uh, could we do a tournament on the the Looney Tunes uh, game? I got. I can't. I'm blanking on what it's called, but it's on Nintendo 64. It is. Are you talking about Mario Kart? No, it's not Mario Kart. It was a Looney Tunes. Don't game, use that thing as your brain. And there was like um, you, different. Uh, I think it might have just been called Looney Tunes Adventures. And it was like a four-player thing, and there was races and different things you could do on it. I do have to I say, know. I have to be the only host of a show in the history of mankind mm -hmm. where 100% of the people on the show and that listen to the show don't want me to close the show with my show. <laughs> <laughs> that has got to be a fucking world record, doesn't it? I would love for you to talk about it after, but not that day, because I want you to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, Don't you fucking even think you can step foot on that stage after those I, two titans? I, I'm not, no, no, no. It's not that. No, I get it's, it. You know, I think it would be... It'd be easier for you to discuss it, not in I, I don't, presence. You don't have to worry about what's easy for me. I, okay. I will be fine. But what, but I, what I do think is that everybody feels the same way about that fucking show, is that there's something about it where it's like a special kind of energy. Now, apparently, there's no energy going to the thermostat, or else these guys just really, really like it when it's sweltering hot. <laughs> nobody will go back. <laughs> it's fucking, why does so the, one, the one skinny dude's got to fucking do it? It's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. So that'll be fun. Monk, anything else? I know that. Uh, thank you to you, by the way. I was very sure. frustrated with this whole thing, and it was nice of you to kind of scramble to put together a date for us yeah uh, nothing else from me you know we, we'll be nice and busy otherwise that day so just uh when you get there grab a beer come down to the pavilion we'll yes. have some bartenders down there but um bar at the pavilion also uh, just to read we haven't been out there in a while you can take uh mixed drinks anywhere yeah. on the property now Ooh, and we'll, we'll have cocktails time. down at the um at the the bar in the in the room too and everything so you should come yeah. up with some looney tunes or, or into the mic cartoon uh cocktails no what? Okay. No. All right. 
Just an idea. We're gonna when, go- <laughs> when are you ever going to pay me some respect? You're not doing it just because I'm on that show, aren't you? What? No, 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 no. He's no. not going to come up with Looney Tunes No, I'm not, I'm not going to have my, my staff make a bunch of weird cocktails that, you know. Yeah, we're yeah, going to stick to the basics. You could give regular cocktails a different name. We could come up with a fucking... Look, we, we, we can talk about this off the air. <laughs> There's ways around this. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> and also, I love Mom, it. You've been saying no to everything all night. <laughs> I mean, what else on. has he said no to? He brought the liquor. He stayed late from going to the beach. What has he said no to? Yeah, and he's letting, I'm letting hosting us, your show at yeah, my exactly. venue. <laughs> the Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram at Virginia Pizza Crusade. September 9th, Flying Ace Farm. That is going to be one hell of a day. And an all you can eat barbecue buffet. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Thursday, we had a very special episode for you as Shude brought in myself, Loud Goat, and director of Tapawingo, Dylan Durang. We get some updates on Tapawingo, including uh, the cost of music, the fighting scenes, and dealing with actors. We get a recap from Goat's trip to Vegas for Evo, wonder if big budget movies are coming to an end, and the problems that we're expecting from the current writer's strike. There was a lot, a, a lot covered in this episode, so I grabbed out the conversation we had with the big budget movies that may be coming to an end, and it all starts with my favorite, Marvel. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods, or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. The Secret Invasion was real bad. <laughs> she all bad. I mean, every, everything, yeah. did, everything. Right? Last like year or two, two years, three, maybe even more. Spider Man is the last thing I think, and you can't even credit no, them can't. for Sony, right? Like you, yeah. the Spider. I mean, it's their marquee character, so they're going to do something. They had they have an involvement. They get the uh, merchandising uh, money. So, uh, what, what it you know? I think the last series I watched was Loki. Dude, did you like Loki? I hated it. Do you hate it really? I I liked it it until I realized it was the kickoff for the right. There are no consequences multiverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like destroyed the existence. That's not great. I agree. But But also, it's another show where they replace the character that you're tuning in to see with a different character. They Uh, do that in everything they do now. I don't get that. Look, listen. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, of course. But. Of course, of course. You like superheroes. Of you are. But you've read a comic book. Let me ask you this: If we are running a studio, the, the three four, of us, four the, of us, the four Jim of us, involved? Jim's involved. Why not? At least, at least within the year. Oh, no fucking shit. way. We'll, we'll be bankrupt in a year. Let's say we're running a studio. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, you, got, you got Chris, Chris Hemsworth. You got Robert Downey Jr. You got uh, Chris Evans. You got well, you know. Look, that's that's pretty amazing, right there. Just those three. Mm-hmm. But how much? Look, we're running a studio. At $30 million a movie, right? down to Junior. The rest, you know, oh, 15. Oh, stop it. That's not what they're doing, and you know it. That's not at all what they're doing. They have Chris Hemsworth. They're paying for him, and they completely fucking invalidate his character and make him inconsequential in his own film. I agree. I mean, Chris Evans wanted out. What I'm yeah. getting at is... Do you want to pay Downey Jr. $45 million, yes. $50 million? He's the one guy I think you could but, say is worth but, every penny you pay him to play Iron Man. Yeah. Well, goddammit, we're, we're all at, at, of like mind at this table. But, I mean, don't you but, think he's look, the exception? If you, if, but 
I, I think all of them because you've set them up that way and they can keep doing it. So pay them and we'll keep making well, good content. But you're talking about good content. That's not what other execs think about. They think about where can we make the most money? Where right. can yeah, we have that. the biggest it's bottom an line? And if game. you're looking at it from yeah. that perspective. I don't perspective, have a problem with that, by But the if way. you're looking at that from that perspective and your job is on the line, you're going to say, look, I can, we can hire Downey Jr. and we make uh, half a percent profit. Oh, stop it. That's, or, not, that's not what they're doing. Who's a replacement? Uh, uh, Riri Williams. You yeah. can hire her. You and and Bro, we're going to make two movies. You introduce his replacement in a show that 800,000 people watch. Look, it's awful. I'm with you. But you, you have half percent profit or you replace her, replace him with whatever they did. Dylan, and we're at a 20% profit. You're not being honest with yourself. And also, the secret, the Scarlet Witch I'm show. Not, no, no, I'm the honest. The Scarlet Witch show. We're supposed to now go watch a Marvels show where they introduce <laughs> two of the Marvels in shows nobody watched. Nobody knows who these characters are. Chad, we have to separate ourselves from that. Like, I'm with you. I don't want to do any of that. I'm but not doing it. They're looking at something very different from us. Yes, they're being they're because BlackRock is telling them how to cast their movies. That's what they're looking at. That is the beginning, middle, and end of this. Because if their goal is to make money, they are failing miserably. Yes. But it takes a little bit for them to get there. They made a movie or two that they're like, they made a series or two that they're like, oh, this is really good for us. Look at how many people watch. Now they have destroyed all the goodwill that they earned from the first ones. But those guys have moved on. They've gotten their bonuses. They bought their third house. They've done whatever they've done. They're like, I'm, I'm happy. I don't care anymore. Any, they, I'll move to this other studio. Here's another thing that'll never happen. You'll never get Sam Raimi again. You'll never get, who's the poor motherfucker that just uh, directed the, um, the Flash movie? You're never going to no. get any of these big yeah. name directors because you get in there and there's so many different studio heads that are pulling them in different directions. They rewrote that Scarlet Witch character 12 different times in that Doctor Strange movie. They didn't know what the fuck they wanted. None of the actors liked it. All these directors yeah. are like, I'm just going to go make my own hey, shit. Like, I can't believe I put you, myself in Did you go this. see it? What? The, the Doctor Strange Yes. Movie? Did you? It was Jim? an abomination. Yes. The, did multi you? the multiverse, yeah. They did what they wanted to do. What did I they did want? Too. What did that's they want? That's all. They just they wanted us to us go. They sucked us into paying for a that's movie. That's all they wanted. Oh well, that's fine. But that, but you, can only, you can't do that so many times. Yeah, but, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's happening now, right? Like you can only do it so many times. All of us are like, "What the shit is Marvel doing? See what are you guys Quantum Mania, bro. Is, is there a chance that if they hadn't just count your blessings, decide, oh. like at some point, <laughs> if they is it is the saturation? It's the saturation plus this plus this plus this. There's so many factors. Like if they, I feel like Marvel movies used to be special events. Yeah. It was like once every what quarter at the most. And you're like and then after that first cycle that you know phase 1 came and went, it was like every other day. And now there's, there's a series and then there's a movie and then there's another series. You yeah, got to watch bullshit. So you got to watch three is, series between yeah. movies before you can go out and see I, one and, then, and it's I, just like explain the Batman and then explain Black Panther 2, then explain fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I mean, when, when they they make every, ones that yeah. people want and they do a good job, right. they still fucking make money. But then there's it's kind of like an album with three hit singles. You go like, "Well, these songs were great, I got you. but the rest of this was just filler." To I'm get all for me them making point. less superhero content. Don't get me wrong, yeah. we're on the same page there. But you think the Joker 2 isn't going to make six hundred million dollars. It I'm, is. I'm not sure these days. I'm not yeah, going to see it, but it will. I think it, I think it will because yeah. you have um, Joaquin and you have uh, Todd Gaga Phillips. and Lady Gaga and mm. Lady Gaga. I, yeah. I think they're going to make plenty of money. You She's know, talented. It really is going to come down to that's, that's a hot it, take. It, it's always the movie. After. <laughs> that's what people come to me for. It's always, it's always the movie after, right? Talented. If it's good it or if it's bad, it's going to affect the movie that comes after that, right? We all went to see uh, Batman Forever, right? You saw it. Right? That, which one's that? That's Wait, the one with Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that we movie. We all went to... Loved it. Love that movie. I think I Batman rented Forever. that Batman Forever? Shitload of fun. Love I think that, that was a VHS. No, Chad. I love it. I love it. I love Batman Forever. Now, I don't... It doesn't touch... 
right, Batman and Batman one. Returns. The Clooney one. That's a horrible movie. But though. you went to see it because you loved Batman. Are you trying to say that Batman Forever is as bad as Batman and Robin? Is that I am not. Take? I'm saying they're both bad. This hipster doofus that we're talking to right now. <laughs> hates, None of that is true. Hates That's... heat. He hates I do. heat. Heat. Wait, Hold on. Hate. Wait, hate. 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 You Hold said on, on set Hold you on. hated it. Hold on. How are you going to say uh, direct grown people if you hate heat? Look. Dude, you're, you're going to destroy hate. the... You're going to pull That's back the His veil. words, not mine, Ghost. Heat is fine. It's fantastic. It's fine. You're, you're sugarcoating the shit out of this. Hey, bro. Hmm. I uh, I don't look at watching movies as a status symbol, and you do. I don't. You, you I got to go back to you've your got coffee me, clutch You've got me fucking confused. movie weirdos. You have you have me, to you are saying whatever you want to say. Ridiculous. Bullshit. Utterly ridiculous. Go back to your movie nerds, uh, and if you admit that Bright's fun, then you have to, oh, I'm, I, I won't be accepted here anymore. Ridiculous. Come in here and shit ridiculous. on <laughs> I like fun movies as much as anyone what? else. Name one. I haven't heard you say one. You've never asked me about you it. You fucking like a, 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 what is the one where Steve Zissou? That's what you fucking whacked the like, bag That was like a tough movie. That was a tough movie. That was a rough one. That was a tough movie. I, w- I had high hopes. <laughs> the end of Steve Zissou is fucking tragic. Movie. I got I got suckered movie. into that one as well. I was like, oh, this could be. Oh, uh, oh this just gets weirder. And we- wait, now it's an action. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, there's Jeff Goldblum. Wait, what? Don't kill Bill Murray in your movies if you want people to like your movie. There's a there's there's Cinema Dukes giving you some free advice. <laughs> If you're going to pay for Bill Murray, fucking leave him alive. You know he didn't die in that movie, right? He dies at the end. One of them does. Owen Wilson, some of it dies. Owen Wilson dies. <laughs> Whatever, who gives a shit? Really you just sick. made a big remember point about big, it. Remember the big paper squid? <laughs> We're kitschy. We're ironic. <laughs> Fuck you. Was that in that movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's a big fucking plastic fucking octopus at yeah, the end. Every, everything no, underwater was, there, was... Was that the tiger shark? Everything underwater was like very poorly animated. Uh, thank and, you. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I noticed Good has been scooching away from you as the conversation <laughs> You You are not seeing that correctly. He's been moving towards me. I like that stricken, Jim. We're, I like that stricken from the record. We're, we're both wooing Loud Goat. our movie logic. What were we talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Marvel, yeah, that's how, how bad Shit Marvel is? Well, it was basically, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess the original point was, uh, will Ken... Are movies ever going to, are they going to keep being giant bombs with giant budgets or is there, what's, where, how do they get out of it? I don't know, man. Like, Top of Wingo is an amazing movie. I agree with and that. And it was made for much be, less than that. It'd be even better if you could see it. It would be. <laughs> but you know what? You're off the list. Oh, well, I'm oh, off wow. the list to see the movie. Oh, wow. What? This is wow. bullshit. I've got the doormat for the house right over here. Do you still have that? Yeah, it's in the studio. I, I, f- it- I feel like anytime I give you something, you give it away to someone. No, I've got everything you give. <laughs> I saw the guy that you don't want to talk to anymore had a hat for the team. Who? The guy. Oh, oh yeah, Joe. That was his favorite hat. Yeah, Joe oh my God. It. He, has he, nice he, was, he was a nice man. He has a nice toast yeah. hat. He's a big fan of that. So, yeah, but uh, Tor's got one he wears all the time. Okay. Right. Everybody that you gave that hat to was uh, Great, up. great. I'll bring some for the new team later. <laughs> all right. All right. So we, we Look, I, I, th- I think we're done. done. We're giving up on the toast. <laughs> It's all, it's all over with. These Topes are, are great. Southwest the Topes flavors. Are great. Topes are great. Look, man, I think I think the business of it is what takes over. I, you know, I don't remember who's the um, who's the new CEO or the old CEO who took over again. Disney. Iger. 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 Yeah. So Iger's supposed to be a really great CEO. He's already said 
we are making too many of these. He's we a need- piece of shit. Well, he's making sixty million dollars a year, and every single fucking thing he's trying to do loses money. Look, man, I don't care how much. Look, the, if you're worth, uh, if you, if you're, if someone's paying you for the value that that you are saying you're worth, or but they Goodell think you're worth gets it? paid because the fucking the league is doubles in worth every year. Well, I would have a counterpoint on Iger as well. Right. Um, Iger was the guy who led the charge to just accumulate IPs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some would so say. So that's when he bought Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. And yeah, and so some, but but also. Well, hold on. But some would say that yeah. the IP accumulation is what has led to the creative, perceived creative bankruptcy at Disney for original content, where they used to yeah. be looked at as a vanguard of original mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yes. they were the lead and yeah. the the people that made new strides in the industry. And now we have Haunted Mansion. Who is it? Ugh. Well, now that, I think the first one might have been under Iger's watch Who was as the well. guy so before Iger that used to, Michael Eisner? Eisner, Eisner. So Eisner I, was also a big character so accumulator But Eisner well. started doing that and he, yeah. there was like a lot of bad movies under his watch, right? Yeah. And that's when Pixar started to come in and they were like, we should, we're partnering with Pixar. Yeah. We should purchase Pixar because what are we going to do? They were, yeah, because they were they were taking the animation to new to new eras. And then yeah. he was like, "Why? Why not? Why stop?" I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing that really doesn't have any bearing on anything at all. But it's always it's always bugged me as a person. At one point, at school, we were doing this is so stupid. Jesus Christ, we were doing uh we were doing projects <laughs> on really failing. He loses listen, confidence listen, 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 in the middle of his <laughs> Because I'm like, this is going to be so boring. For I can't wait. We were doing projects on failing companies, and uh, the the class that my group, my small group, they big wanted, shooter broadcast. They wanted to do whatever oh. the hell they wanted to. They LLC. Wanted to, they wanted to do goodies. Does anyone remember goodies? No, of course. Okay. Yeah. So they wanted to do goodies, the and I was powder? like, "No, it's a fucking no, store it's in the mall." Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sell like uh, clo- they sell clothes, girl okay. stuff. Are they still around? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe they. I, I went to the mall the other day. I was very surprised at what I saw. What what a, powder is. <laughs> all right. What, what a crazy tangent. And and so. They wanted to do goodies, and I just kept telling him we should do Marvel because I used to read comic books and love comic books, and I knew their stock price was ridiculously low. And I was like, we should do Marvel. They have not done anything well. Love Stanley, love all that stuff, but their their stock price is at twelve cents a share, something ridiculous. It was absurd. Yeah, is this around the time they bought Toy Biz? It was around two thousand. Or that they got purchased by Toy Two thousand to two thousand two. Yeah, we're in the wheelhouse. Loud. I mean, <laughs> it was it was ridiculous, and I I told I told someone in my family. We sh- we should buy this. This is ridiculous. And he said, "Get out of my room, boy." I was <laughs> so like, it, was, All right. it was your father. <laughs> yeah, it's two a.m. I mean, it could have been <laughs> what anyone. What are you doing in here, God <laughs> damn you it? Like, Where are your clothes? <laughs> Might have been the wife. Um, I, well, I, I would have to ask permission for that. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. And I, I just say that because I, it's always like chap my ass, and I'm like, you know, you could have been somewhere with that. Someone figured out that they were undervalued, and they could do. They had a lot of goodwill, and they had a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of stuff that we can capitalize off of, and that's what he did. But imagine how much more complex the arena is now, too. Like, I mean, imagine just trying to explain to anyone how big Pixar was. I, I mean, every single time Pixar put out a movie, like the whole it was amazing. It, it, was, best, it, was, it was a show stopper. Best animated, yeah, game. yeah, and like and now. You could just print money off the backs of any of it. And I don't know if this is because of that last CEO of JPEG and saying we just need to make as much as possible because everyone's watching it, or if it's because we went into COVID, they weren't making anything, there was no theatrical, and they're like, holy shit, what are we going to do? No one's going to theme parks. That's where we get 30 to 40% of our revenue. What well, are we going to do? Let's start making more. Mar- everyone's watching Marvel. Everyone's watching Star Wars. Let's make it. If you're they, making filler, you're getting filler. They're also making bad decisions. If yeah. You, if you spend a billion dollars building a hotel for Star 
Star Wars, and then you do the new Star Wars, and not the one everyone loves. Well, and also and then you decide you, to just close it. You're like, you know what? That's it. The, Instead well, of it was either that or they just kept it operating for nobody showing up because the price point was out it was of control. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but go. The best thing you can say, and I know you you have an affinity for the the, the latest three Star Wars movies that I don't have. Or at least you're, you don't hate I don't, them. Yes, I don't dislike them as much as but, everyone else does. Would you say does, it's yeah. fair to say that p- oh. the kindest you could be to them is they are polarizing? Yes. Whereas the original trilogy mm-hmm. is... Be- and it, it it defies age demographics that yeah. it's beloved. How do you make this in giant fucking experience and say, well, let's focus on the First Order and Kylo Ren yeah. and all this <laughs> dumb shit that people don't like as much as it all this other stuff? It, it also just doesn't have that foothold. Even yeah. even if you go like you know well public perception is it is you have the installed base of the original trilogy and you'll have old people young people people who've never watched it before people who've only heard about it people who've watched it a billion times with their kids and their kids they'll all show up and it, and that's why like the first the first uh, bit that was out is like oh the Millennium Falcon's here ooh you know that was what drew everybody in because that was a ship that everybody knew like that's the character that's run through all that Imagine stuff. They it's, made Jabba's palace. Yeah. Like, and Jabba's it, sitting there moving around, and, like, they could easily make that. Th- there were some definite, I mean, again, you started talking about the theme parks. The, the missteps in the theme park decisions over the last, because it's just been a rush to get characters in there. And, I mean, even the original Disneyland and Disney World, they were, they were part of it, but the rides were original experiences. The ones that are the most enduring are, like, things like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. People still line up to ride Pirates of the Caribbean. If there had never been a Johnny Depp movie, people would still line up Big to do Thunder it. Big Thunder Mountain. People, exactly. It has yeah. nothing to do with a movie, nothing to do with a, an established character. Um, Haunted Mansion is an original creation for the parks. That's an enduring brand with legions of fans worldwide. And, you know, the movies are dips and you know very very rocky you know plummets as far as money make money makers go but the reason those movies have been made is because that property in the park is such a thing the the parks lean so much into established ip that it almost waters it down and you become they they retrofit stuff and so people who used to love going all the time go "Eh, well this isn't for me anymore and also that made sense with paramount's king's dominion because king's dominion didn't have an army of beloved characters that's why i get so mad fucking ed boone but I'm like, dude, you don't need to fuck with DC. You have created what DC has created. And maybe even a little better at this point. Stop messing around in someone else's sandbox and use the sandbox that you fucking built with your blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Friendos, head over to the Chad Duke Show on YouTube to get more great shows and segments of the Chad Duke Show and Solid Dudes with Chad Dukes. That's YouTube.com slash Chad Duke Show. And make sure to like and subscribe. I do hope the folks at Marvel can can get things straight and get things back to kind of the way they used to be. Although there was a a point made on the Fortress Film Society uh, the previous week where we don't really get any of those action-adventure movies now because all of those are superhero movies. And that kind of stinks as much as I love the superhero movies. But I just want entertainment. Please make things good. Hopefully they get the writer's strike resolved. Everybody gets back to work. And everybody is entertained. God willing. Thank you guys so very much for checking out the show. We truly appreciate you. If you want to keep up, though, www.chaddukeshow.com. We have links there to the sponsors. You can go to the shop, pick up all your swag. Down at the bottom of the screen are all our socials. Twitter, it's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, it's at Chad Duke Show. Facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke Show. And don't forget YouTube.com backslash Chad Duke Show. 
We're going to be recording tonight. It's going to be Big Shude, myself, and Dick Smokehand for Solid Dudes, 7 p.m. tonight, live on YouTube. And let's not forget to show a little bit of love to all of our sponsors, and I mean all of them. Monk's Barbecue, Percival, Virginia, Monk's on the Farm at Flying Ace Farm, and Lovettsville, Virginia. You know they have the best barbecue. You know they got the greatest bourbon. Go check them out. And Realty Advice, Joe Azer, 571-989-Azer. One of the smartest guys, most helpful dudes you'll ever meet in your life. That's 571-989-2937. And just in case you need a little pep in your step, Don't Sleep Energy. Go to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the Duke's promo code for 10% off your entire order. Again, Thank you guys so very much. I do hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope you check out the show tonight because if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise since Tor went gallivanting in Spain, I'll see you back here on Monday with Dukes. Roll out the eat it, boy. I'm pouring chill pain.